Hello. Hello, how you doing? Good, thanks, mate. How are you? Really good, really good. I like that theme tune more and more every time I listen to it. Really? Yeah, it makes me think that this podcast would be a great uh, running accompaniment. It gets you up for it. That's a bit. That's a bit. Yeah. Anyway, hello, dear listener. Thanks for uh, joining us this week. This is our uh, penultimate episode. Yeah. The last one before the last one. How do you feel about that, Brian? I feel relieved. I want it over <laughs> now. Kind of want it yes. to be done with. Um, I was thinking about this earlier. Like, um, so remember we th- where we thought of this idea? Where was it? In the pub. Yeah. So in the Albion pub. Remember down yeah. the road. And uh, and since that's happened, the season has finished. This was last season. We thought of it. Season's finished. That pub has closed down. Uh, aimed to reopen as another pub set a date and then has since then um delayed and now still isn't open yeah uh, and we're still like we're you still know going. doing this yeah, yeah. <laughs> 11 episodes 11 weeks that's what you think but... yeah and we thought we'd we thought we'd uh, hit upon uh, like a really um unique original uh <laughs> never been discussed before topic yeah and then the more we, we've researched this podcast the more we've realized that people have had this idea yeah for so many years yeah for uh, years. but they haven't executed it in a podcast no they so. haven't they haven't big shout out by the way to squadnumbers.com or whatever it's called squad um, numbers blog yeah, Squad yeah. Numbers blog, because um, I've used them quite a few times as a, a research tool. And um, and he really is a kindred spirit. Yeah. He's fighting the good fight about <laughs> <laughs> against squad number bastards who don't wear the right number. Um, but anyway. Yeah, actually, if you do, so on our, on our Twitter, we, we follow a, a relatively small number of... Um, uh, accounts and but squad they numbers still, blog is one we of still them. follow more than follow us. <laughs> <laughs> Our ratios yeah. are still fucked. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, if you want, if you actually want to follow some decent um, and fun, insightful '90s inspired uh, football uh, accounts, then take a look at our. Uh, the accounts that we're following yeah because week after next we are checking out and that is it forever (laughs) yeah this isn't been a lifelong uh, pursuit this has just basically been a project that we want to do let's do 11 episodes it's way more than we could handle anyway and uh, as soon as it's over i'm going on holiday and uh yeah me too i mean this is just an example some of the filler chat that um we're talking about (laughs) isn't it yeah so anyway this week what number are we doing number 11 right Number 11s yeah 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 it's a number that um is close to my heart yeah um, as it's the number that I upgraded myself to <laughs> yeah. from number three yeah. in my playing career. Yeah. I mean, surely, so, you know, you gave yourself a rise there. You were yeah. like, tell you what, Tim, you've done really well there. Pat on the back. Let's go to another team where they don't know you and tell everyone that I wear 11 uh, when really you don't. It's like when, uh, I can't remember in the last episode that we talked about, and I, I referenced uh, my mate Ridgie, who went to Leeds University and oh, yeah. lied. Yeah. Um, about his back it's kind of you know what what i did with um uh, number 11 um when i changed teams and went to, moved down to london oh what, what position you play <sighs> number 11 mate yeah. just number 11 well now so. you're saying well now you say like you're number seven aren't you yeah you, now you realize that seven really does nothing yeah 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 but 11 yeah. so 11 so let's just start with that like number 11's like uh what, what what's a classic number 11 to you like what's the what's the, the well, tri- like you know so left so left-sided left-footed yeah so one-footed it's ridiculous <laughs> yeah okay yeah <laughs> will like do anything other than use their right foot <laughs> yeah, just they the... will use the outside if they're down the right front they're using that the outside of that left all the time yeah. aren't they yeah Cut inside. Oh yeah, of course you are, because you're not going to fucking use your right. Yeah, foot. but I mean, this this is I I would posit that this is only a, a modern day kind of um, uh, phenomenon right. of forwards cutting in, swapping. Yeah, true. Swapping flanks back in the nineties. If you're a left winger with number eleven on your back, you stay down that left flank. Yeah, you're on you the left. You get to the byline, whip it in, Jason yeah. Wilcox. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Wilcox. Um, and similarly, um, you know, Stuart Ripley down the right. So, yeah. so it was a seven and eleven. That's you know, never the twain shall meet. Yes, whereas of course. now, now um, wingers cross over all the time. Yeah, not into that. Um, which I, funnily enough, I did realise later in my career that actually by putting on weight, mm-hmm. um, I could actually solidify my position in the team by moving over to the right-hand side, putting on weight, and then just um, uh, cutting in on my left foot to shoot. Ah, okay, uh, yeah. That was my new... What, would, what did the, the putting on the weight sort of Because I could achieve? just hand players off. Ah, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, so protect you just... the left, the left yes, peg, the yes, sledgehammer. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I played with that sledgehammer. It's pretty hard, to be thanks, honest. Thanks it's pretty greedy as well. <laughs> yeah, it is. It doesn't yeah. like to pass. <laughs> so you're the crossing or shooting. Yeah, yeah. 
So, so have you? So, what, so have you? So have you? Have you got any elevens that you played with? Elevens uh, that I played with, yeah, I've got loads. Uh, growing up, I had um, well in my first ever team, North Art Celtic. That was um, Stuart Quinnell. Um, very slight, very Quinn. slender, just all left foot, like you said. But the, and, and that's all you can really remember about them is just left footed, you know. Yeah. Um, but um, and could you know quite fast. I think elevens generally are just quite sort of fast people. Um, don't really possess too much else, you know, other than just being quite whip quite quick like. and just whip it, yeah, and whip it like. How about you? Any, any there was 11s? one, there was one lad that I would compete with the uh, with the eleven, right? Okay, sure, yeah, with um, James uh, Skeltington, I think his name was. Yeah, um, sounds like a twat. Uh, well, he was when he had it, and I had to play left back. <laughs> really? Yeah, and never passed him. So, so you were number three. Oh, so it wasn't like a sort of a Neville but, uh, Beckham sort of like you know partnership down, no, but we on the left hand side, we you were, were both like vying this... to not have to defend. Right? Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> we were yeah. both relatively small and not really that interested in in defending. Yeah, and we both were you know relatively quick and. Uh, I'm guessing both left footed. And as both well. left footed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah so so him. Um, if I if I did meet him in the street tomorrow i would probably <laughs> i'd probably just ignore him maybe push him under a bus or something push, like yeah, that yeah, yeah. these these are for the three years maybe use the uh, your newfound like weight that you've put yeah. on to really just nudge him you know into like a yeah, he, 38 bus or something yeah, like that yeah so yeah anyway um so let's have a little break and then when we come back we'll talk about um some classic number 11s that we can think of and uh we'll uh sort of bore you with them can't wait <laughs> see you in a sec football by numbers proudly presents paul warhurst sings the 90s 152 classic 90s hits every song as spectacular as the last i don't care who you'll hear paul sing all your favorite 90s hits the backstreet boys you did as long as you love me who you R. Kelly I believe I can fly I believe I can touch the sky I think about M people for the hero inside yourself search for the hero inside Ricky Martin inside, inside, out. All delivered perfectly in tune by the sweet, sumptuous baritone falsetto of Paul Allen Warhurst All of these classic 90s hits have been digitally remastered for studio perfect sound Plus, you'll get an exclusive 28-page booklet including never-before-seen photos of Paul in his glorious football-playing days you could spend hours of time and hundreds of pounds trying to get all these hits, but order online and you could own the entire collection of Paul Warhurst Sings the 90s on eight CDs for just $49.96. At less than 40p per track, that's both cheaper and easier than downloading. But that's not all. When you order, you'll get a bonus CD, Death Metal Warhurst, with 18 death metal classics. But wait, there's more. If you order today, you'll get the greatest goals and tackles of Paul Warhurst DVD completely for free. Warhurst closing it here. Oh, good touch. Brilliant. Warhurst is there. And here's the best part. It all comes with the Football by Numbers 30-day money-back guarantee. If you're not completely satisfied, send it back for a full refund. No questions asked. Paul Warhurst Sings the 90s is incredible value. 152 songs on 8 CDs, plus the bonus CD, plus the Greatest Goals and Tackles DVD, and the 28-page full-colour booklet, all for just 49 96. But remember, Paul Warhurst Sings the 90s is not sold in shops, so order online at http colon forward slash forward slash www.footballbynumbers.com forward slash Paul Warhurst Sings the 90s. Hi, this is Paul Warhurst. If you like what you've heard so far, you ain't heard nothing yet. So get online and buy yours today. Hi, we're back. Hello. So... Tim, um, classic number 11s. Um, got any from the uh, from back in our day? I think like in the for, 90s. So, so I know this is a really obvious one, but we have to say Ryan Giggs. Absolutely, yeah. Ryan Giggs just personified. He he kind of 
for us, because he was such a um, prominent player when we were growing up, he did really give us like, like a, you know, he invented what the 11s yeah. were for us, really. I Absolutely, guess. yeah. Because I think if you go back a generation, 11s were probably inside forwards or they might have been more striker type characters. Yeah, perhaps, yeah. But for for a generation of Brits, like Giggsy was number 11, wasn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. Just And very like skinny, fast, had a trick in him. Yeah. Very like um, windy, do you know what I mean? Like in and out. Which way is it going? Well, you know which way he's going. He's going on his left. Yeah. Uh, but they would still fall for it. Um, yeah, hairy guy. I mean, Giggs was great, wasn't he? Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I think the, I think the, um, uh, the it's a, it's a testament to the man that you can spend years cheating on his uh, on his <laughs> wife with his brother's wife, and it just gets blown under the carpet within about, within a couple of weeks. Yeah. You know, he's still like you know yeah. no he, no one really talks about it, do they? It's bizarre that that whole kind of episode of like he's he's clearly a a, a very you know. Horrible man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's but deceitful. He's, he's, I mean, that's so deceitful. But he's still he's still welcomed on um, the ITV World Cup pundits. Because he's, he's so decorated, isn't he? And he's and he's you know the ultimate professional. You know, in everyone's eyes, he's a he's a, he's a one club man. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So people don't want to know, like you know, I think, the, right. I think the, people the, the project his... onto him. Like, yeah, this idea of what an amazing, you know, modern day Bobby Moore type character. Yeah, yeah, he is. Whereas actually, he's he really isn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he isn't. What about some other elevens? Uh, so I guess Robin, yeah. Ryan Robin, Damien yeah. Duff. I I look a little bit like Damien Duff. You do so have I, the Duffs about you, actually. I've yeah, never so I, picked up on this. Yeah, so I get like a lot of uh, Duff comparisons. Do you? Um, yeah, but du- again, similar kind of character. Duff wore nine in uh, the World Cup in two thousand. Never forgiven for that. No, he's yeah, a, he's eleven through and through. Isn't yeah, he? yeah, yeah. Um, but Very, again, same same characteristics. All left foot, kind of yeah. skillful on his left. Put him, put him on the right hand side of the pitch. And only in his latter years was he able to kind of actually go, I can cut in and have a, <laughs> yeah. you know, kind of have a piss I around. I think I saw it on the telly last week. <laughs> yeah. uh, who, I, who have you got? I think there's a couple of other 11s I can think of is, um, oh, Mark Overmars. I mean, that's another one. I think that was in, I think in that sort of era of gigs, there was like, there was Overmars as well. That, that was when, and Overmars was kind of, had the same sort of thing of gigs as just being very fast, but he was short, wasn't he? Low center of gravity, really, really quick. But he was just, yeah, he was just like, it was just basically over miles, cross it in, and Burkamp yeah. scores goal. Yeah. Boom, done. Um, and then other, like, you know, Steve Guppy. <laughs> if we're talking about real, Ian Wone. Ian Wone. Ian yeah. Wone. Do you remember Ian? Ian Wone's a good one because Ian Wone really was all left foot and like fucking useless in any other department apart from set pieces, that corner set pieces. Yeah. Um, Wony, Wony, yeah. Um, Ian, he's now I think assistant manager to Sean Dyche at Burnley. Oh really? Mm. Yeah. Okay. Well, I know which is the good cop and the bad cop in that scenario. <laughs> Wony looked like a bit of a fucking pushover, didn't yeah, he? Yeah. Wony, Wony's not into training. Nah. Wony, Wony, Wony just wants to, and this was this was the same for me as well. I just wanted to like just take set pieces or or training and. You know, I mean, isn't that what anyone wanted to do? Like, do you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, do we really want to run around the pitch? Do we really want to like? What are we really achieving with these cones? Unless <laughs> unless we're making a goal with the cones. Let's just smack it at the goal. <laughs> Luckily, I mean, a lot of the teams that I played for never really won anything or did anything of note. But I'm really happy that I spent most of my life playing, whenever I played, did play Sunday League football or Saturday League football, 11s football, basically. The warm-up was just whack it at the goalie <laughs> for 20 minutes, you know. I'd always, I'd always feel quite disgruntled if the goalkeeper was like wanted to kind of get warmed up outside of the goal because oh, what, it was move too to the bo- side and like do was, the sort of because it was too boggy and the guy was like no it's not the same <laughs> yeah yeah i don't want to like hit it at it you with like nothing to, i want to hit i want to maybe hit the crossbar I want to score a goal yeah exactly yeah <laughs> um and i guess yeah so the other raft i mean this is i guess this goes a little bit against the grain of the or the ethos of the podcast which is about kind of defining a number through another position but yeah. we can't shy away from the fact that there have been a lot of centre forwards who've won number eleven. Yeah, yeah, there have. And to me, it's usually if you're a striker wearing number eleven, you've got to have something special. You can't be just. Uh, it's a bit like the number ten shirt as well. Like the number eleven striker is a bit of a rogue, and he's not. Yeah, he's not just a little weaselly number nine. He's just you know he like he plays by his own rules. Um, 
And so, you know, when we're talking like that, those respects, we're talking about Romario, we're talking about Aspria, <laughs> um, Van Persie, Ravinelli. Yeah. Do you remember Thomas Brolin? Yeah, Fatty Tommy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He looked like a sort of a fat German lesbian, I always thought. Like, very fat face, looked like a bit of a matron. Um, but he, I think he originated, like, the... Uh, the sort of, remember that Zanetti free kick that like uh, the England sort of conceded in '98. Remember like where he sort of was hiding behind the wall oh, and then yes. sort of moved to the side. I think uh, Brolin invented that one. Oh yes, I do so, remember. Like, oh, don't don't worry about me. I'm just like a little fat mascot. <laughs> exactly. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just like you know, just going to sort of loiter here and sort of like, hello, boys, and then like, <laughs> boom, two one. Um, I do that a lot of the time, um, and like, and I liked his sort of. He had like one of those sort of you know old fashioned celebrations where he just runs off with his with his hand pointing in the air and then would jump and do a little twirly whirly and land <laughs> on his legs and then, and then just run back to the to like. To and we've had a fun. Let's yeah, go yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'm knackered. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So like Ravinelli, Brolin, Van Persie. Like, I mean, Aspria was great, wasn't he? Like, he Aspria was, just... was amazing. And, um, we've, I think we've already talked about the, um, the Aspria uh, video clips. Um, have we not? No. I mean, I think you're... Ha- are you moonlighting and doing another show with somebody no, else? No, not at all. <laughs> You've so done this a few times so now. So there are some clips uh, available online of Festino Aspria um, where he has uh, been captured... Riding uh, a one of his horses. Oh yeah, in I think you showed me this in Colombia in a dinosaur costume. <laughs> <laughs> really, just for shits and giggles. Just for shits and giggles. He's well fucking, done. He's fucking nuts. Yeah, he, he is. Football by Numbers, the brand new football podcast, available now on the internet. Right, we're back. Um, so, Tim, number 11s. Who's wearing number 11 Who when they be? shouldn't have been? Um, Give us Okay, it. first up, Alexander Kolarov. Oh, right, okay, yeah, yeah. Serbian international, signed from uh, Lazio for Man City for about 17 million quid. Yeah. Um, Never heard of him when they signed him. No, he had a good couple of good seasons at Lazio. Yeah, when um, Lazio were toilet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and they, so so I found out some a couple of interesting things about Alexander Kolarov. Yeah. Um, first of all, he seemed to have been embroiled in the Serbian equivalent of a Panorama investigation. Oh, okay. Um, so he's kind of like transfer from one team to another yeah. was kind of shrouded in uh, secrecy and fraud, okay. fraudulent behaviour, apparently. Yeah. And what they used to do, this one team, um, who was who, their president also controlled or had kind of ends with the Serbian national team. Right, okay. So they would transfer players like Kolarov for a nominal fee from one club to another. Yeah. And then get what does them... nominal mean? <laughs> does that mean big or small? small. I never really know. Small. small. Okay, yeah. Uh, so for a small fee, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then uh, the guy, so the guy who was in charge of the new club that Kolarov was playing at, would then start um, getting them a load of international caps to boost up his uh, to boost up his value. Oh right, so he was using um, the national team. Um, to to, to to ramp up their kind of the, the transfer value. So when Kolarov was good enough to play for the under twenty ones of the national team, yeah, he they they would keep them out of the national team, right? Until they went to this one team called BKK or something like that, yeah. Um, and then as soon as they transferred there, then they would start playing them in right. the uh, in the okay. national team, and then they ship them on to. Red like, Star, you know, Belgrade, Red or Star, or um, I think he actually went straight to Lazio for really? about a million yeah. quid. Huh. But yeah, so like, so you know, kind of really fraudulent <laughs> behaviour. Let's talk about him as like, you know, he's 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 wearing number eleven, why, and he's a left back. He's number eleven. I mean, he's, I mean, he's a that, he was also a centre back in his last season or two. Yeah, at, so, at I mean, is this what it is? It's, is it basically if you're if you're left footed, you can be like, well. You know, I'm, I'm left back, but I can still wear eleven. And, and this yeah. is what we're sort of saying. It's like, sorry, mate, no, no, no. I mean, there are rules here. Like, you're not seeing Gary Neville trying on a number seven shirt. Do you know no, what I mean? But like, remember, there was a player called Paul Stolteri who played for Spurs. Yes, I, I do. I yeah, yeah. To about, but he no, no, no. I seven. Yeah. It's that level of wrongness in my yeah. head. Yeah, I mean, what, yeah. What, you know, why, why is, why is it okay? It's not. Yeah, okay. why is it okay on this side, but it's not yeah. okay on that side? Yeah. It's you know that we should just play by behavior. the same rules. Yeah. So, uh, I've got another. So, um, so just coming back to the hard man Serbian vibes. Yes, of course, he became an internet 
sensation a couple of years ago, about four or five years ago. Yeah. Um, where he sang uh, Christmas songs um, in a Serbian way. Oh my <laughs> so, God. So, <laughs> so, so imagine somebody deadpan like... Um, Alan Shearer. Alan Shearer. Yeah, or, or, but, or Michael Owen or Stephen Hendry. And uh, <laughs> Jingle Bill, Jingle Bill... <laughs> Jingle all the way, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he, yeah. And he just basically, um, like did that, really, which is very funny. Should we play a bit for the listeners? Let's have a little play, let's have yeah. a little play a bit. Oh, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it, it is to ride in one horse open sleigh. Jingle oh, that was nice. And then, and I then, can't wait for Christmas. And then, in uh, so the Man City kind of like social media bots, whatever, realized, oh, this is gold, you know, you've got yeah. Alan's Alexander Kolarov kind of singing Jingle Bells and it's funny. Yeah. So they do it again the second year and they got him to sing Santa Claus is coming to town. <laughs> uh, so that's a little listen to that. Coming to town. You better watch out. You better not cry. You better not pout. I'm telling you why. Santa Claus in the town. He's making a list. Checking it twice. I'm going to find out who's naughty or nice. Santa Claus is coming to town. And the thing, the thing which... My read on the second one is that he became a little bit self-aware of his own kind of... Uh, of how he was being perceived as a bit of like a joke. Oh, right. Which kind of ruined it for me. Yeah. You know, yeah, where he yeah. came like a little bit it's, aware of... It's, it's not pure. It's not innocent. He's he's sort of doing it with like, you know, one eye. A winked. little wink. No, yeah. I, know, I know the joke yeah. that's going down here. No, I we want to laugh at you. Don't want to laugh with you, Alexander. Yeah. yeah. So um, so I like Alexander Kolarov. I like him as a player. I think he's a good player. I think he's got a very hard shot. Yeah. Um, very sweet left peg, which most left-footed people seem to have. Yeah. Uh, but he shouldn't have been wearing number 11. It's Paul Park and I pull pints in a pub now to piss off. I don't want to play anymore. Um, so come on, who have you got? Uh, so I've got, well, my first one up um, So is uh, Gianluca Zambrotta. Oh, do you remember God, him? Yeah, I do. Italian. Yeah, Italian. Right back. Fit as mate, absolutely <laughs> gorgeous. I mean, um, I mean to be honest, I mean, I mean typically he should be wearing number two because he's a right back. But someone who looks like that should never have a number two on their back. <laughs> I'm like, mate, fair enough. Well, you know, um, and obviously when I when I searched Gianluca Zambrotta, the the second thing I did to check after checking that he did wear number eleven was his wife. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and that sort of dropped down the search terms. Of course. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Valentina, um, absolutely beautiful. You know, <laughs> just, you know, I, like we talked to like the other day about uh, Ian, Ian Dowie's wife being reassuringly ugly. I think she is reassuringly beautiful. It's like, you know, well done. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Uh, wore uh, 19 for most of his career, uh, uh, most of it at Juve. At Juve, yeah. Um, but went to Barcelona for two seasons and, uh, and yeah, wore right, number 11, yeah. which is like, uh, I mean, we're not, we've just, we've just uh, explained that left back at number 11, you know, that's not allowed. But you, it happens often, you know what I mean? It happens yeah. from time to time. So if that's going to happen, a right back wearing number 11 is just so... yeah. Off the Richter. Yeah, please. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> like, no chance. Um, and I, I was trying to dig for some dirt on Gianluca, uh, and there isn't much, to be honest with you. I mean, I mean, if you were that good looking, you'd just be kind of like, I'm not really going to... I'm going to sit back and just be brilliant, basically. <laughs> um, but I did find that he was the... Um, the manager uh, of Delhi Dynamos in India for one year. Oh, right, uh, yeah. And uh, now is uh, he left them after one season and is now the assistant to uh, Fabio Capello at um, Jiangsu Suning in the Chinese Super League. So he's, uh, you know, coining it in, just coining basically it. following the money. Uh, I checked out how much they are earning. I couldn't find out what, how, how much Gianluca's earning, but um, Capello is on 10 million euros a year. <laughs> I mean, he is, he's got to be one of the richest managers in the whole world. Yeah, really and, does, yeah. and, uh, Him and Sven. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Kind of uh, coining it somewhere. Absolutely. Using... I mean, anyone who's been a foreign manager of England uh, yeah. must, you know, they're set up for life, aren't yeah. they? Um, Currently 13th in the league, <laughs> so doing well. Um, but, oh, you know, Brian, what is it? Is it like two or three games into the season? Uh, no, it's, it's 29 games, 29 games into the season. Wow, so, OK. Uh, and he's got 29 points, so that's one point a game. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's money well spent, you know, yeah. Fabio well, I mean, Capello. 
Yeah, and I guess like having Gianluca Zambarotto on your arm is yeah. probably going to do uh, a decent kind of uh, uh, number of shirt sales as well. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. But yeah, on the pitch, they're rubbish. Um, okay, so I've got another one for you. Yeah, uh, Chrissy Armstrong. Right, so, yeah. So I've gone down the centre-forward. I've got yeah. I've got a few centre-forwards in my, yeah, okay, in my yeah. Mexico. Well, like we said, like... So you know you can you can be a number eleven striker, but you've got to be cool. You've got you've got yeah. to be able to pull it off, and I don't think Chris could. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna challenge you on that oh, by yeah. revealing that former Tottenham Hotspur ace Chris Armstrong, yeah, was found guilty of possessing cocaine, ecstasy, and cannabis. <laughs> really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, you know, I'm not saying I'm not saying that's cool, but I'm saying you know it challenges what you kind of previously might have thought about. Uh, Chris Armstrong is being like a relatively nerdy, quiet mm, kind of not yeah. very good centre forward. Got like had a few England B internationals. He, I bet he's mid forties now. What's but he doing Saw a picture of <laughs> that's a young man's game, mate. Saw <laughs> <laughs> so a picture of him. He looked knackered. Really? Uh, well, <laughs> well, that'll explain it. What's uh, he doing now? Uh, is he on LinkedIn. He's he's not on LinkedIn. Has he got that mole removed from the end of his nose? Do you remember it? It was right on the end, wasn't it? It's like, oh come on. It's just like little little silly. And he had kind of a I don't know whether he had a pointy nose or whether it just made it look like he had a pointy nose because it was right there and it just draw your drew your attention like to it. Um, um, but he was he was team uh, he was in the football league first division PFA team of the year, ninety three, ninety four. And I thought so so I took this team and I just wanted to all right, yeah. Uh, play a little quiz for you, with you and the listeners to see if you could guess which um, teams these players played for. Yeah, um, okay. so very very quickly. Nigel Martin. Uh, so this Leeds. is ninety three, ninety four, first division. So this oh, is this isn't this isn't the, this Premier, isn't the Premier League. This is first division. Oh, Jesus, mate, come on. Ninety three, ninety four. <laughs> Nigel yeah. Martin. Yeah. Oh God, I don't know. Crystal Palace. Oh, fuck, I should have got that. Uh, right back, Gary Charles. Mm. Uh, Derby. Yep. Uh, centre back Colin Cooper. Oh, Notts Forest. Yep. Uh, centre back Eric Young. Ah, Eric Young. Um, West Ham. No, give you a clue. Yeah. He used to wear a bandana or like a, a head head strap type thing. Headband. Um, sweatband. No, I don't know. Uh, what the whole team did? No, he did. Crystal, oh, right. Crystal Palace. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Scott Minto. Scott Minto, uh, he played at Chelsea, didn't he? But that yeah. was, um, so this was before that or after that. Um, I would say Portsmouth. Charlton. Charlton. Uh, Jason McAteer. Bolton. Yeah. Yes. Mark Draper. Southampton. Leicester. No. Leicester. Uh, Scott Gemmell. Mm. Scott Gemmell. Tried to get him to come to my mate's um, uh, stag do. <laughs> so it's not Forest then. <laughs> yeah. Did he come? Uh, Did he answer? No. No. Did no. you get anyone to come to that stag? Do? I nearly got Nigel Jumpson to come along. Really? Yeah. He X was Wednesday. X Wednesday and Forest. Yeah. So, yeah my, of so my mate's a massive Forest fan. And um, I was in discussions, managed to get in, in, in discussions with Marlon Harewood <laughs> and Nigel Jumpson. Yeah. And Marlon Harewood was like really, really keen. Like, Rat off a drain pipe. But he was, he was, re- he blew hot and cold with me on, uh, on, on the email exchanges. He was yeah. kind of like, not he- I'm not here from him for two weeks. And then I get like this random reply going, when were the dates again, Tim? Oh, really? And then, and then I tell him the dates and then I wouldn't hear from him again in like three weeks. And then the closer, the closer it got, um, it more became about like the money. Ah, uh, okay. So like, uh, how much was it again? Oh, 500 quid, mate. Okay, let me speak to the missus. <laughs> let me so speak what, to her. What, so, what was the um? What what was you know? What would he be offering? Just turning up and being turning there? up and playing f- seven aside football for an hour, and he wouldn't do it for five hundred quid. No. Who the fuck does he think he is? Nigel Jemson. Nigel Jemson was was signed up pretty much. Yeah. I thought it was a done deal. Yeah. Um, and I thought you know like this I've, I've secured like you know a, a, a old first division footballer to yeah. my mate Stag do. But then he, I got gazumped by Dean Windus. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? What, Windus wanted him on his stag do? No, Dean Windus was doing a corporate at Hull City. Uh. So he invited him to uh, go up. So so, I, so the plan was for the stag do was play football, then go watch Knott's Forest, who were playing on the um, on the, on the telly box. Yeah. Uh, but Nigel Jepson got offered um, to go and do like a meet and greet with a load of Forest fans at the same game. I was, like, how much is, I was like, how much is Dean paying you? 
Oh, I, can't, I can't go to those levels. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to go. I'm not. I'm not stupid. Uh, <laughs> no. uh, but yeah. Okay. Can, I'll carry on. Uh, you, st- you actually lost out to a man who got a puma tattoo on his arm. <laughs> <laughs> Has he actually? Yeah. Well, as in like the brand. Yeah, puma. the brand. Yeah, he had it there on, right on the Christ. top. He's probably got it covered up with lots of shit tattoos now, yeah. like a lot of footballers do. Yeah. Uh, uh, three more quickly. Stan Collymore. Oh yes. Oh, Notts Forest. Yeah. Paul Walsh. Ooh. What's that, West Ham? Portsmouth. Portsmouth. Chris Armstrong. Crystal Palace. Yeah. This is a fun little game. Yeah, it? it was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I didn't know. I, I had no idea I knew that much about like um, Championship football or First Division football as it wasn't then. Um, anyway, so yeah, so that's what Chris Armstrong's so up to. Chris Armstrong. Well, should we have a little break? Druggy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Let's go do a weed and then uh, and then we'll go weed and uh, have a smoke on a. Bob Marley token bowl. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, so uh, see you in a sec. When we come back, we'll talk about some more 11s and then we'll uh, we'll get to playing for time, etc. See you in a sec. All right, this is Nancy Delolio and you're listening to the Football Be Numbers podcast. Sven, where are you? I've got your Vianetta there. Where's he gone? I think it's me picking facts and all. I think he's hidden them somewhere. Right, we're back. Uh, right, Brian, what have you got? Okay, uh, my next one, uh, number 11, who shouldn't have worn one, is, um, uh, I mean, I'm a bit unsure about whether we should even say his name because I'm worried that we might get hurt. (laughs) (laughs) We talked about Serbians earlier, but it's Sinisa Mihailovic. Oh, God, yeah. Now, do you remember Sinister Mihailovic. Yeah, yeah. Absolute uh, hard bastard. I reckon the most, the hardest footballer, I think, in football. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I can imagine, like, you know, you're in, you know, you're playing youth football, you know, you're going through the kit bag, the number 11 shirt gets thrown. He sort of reaches out and grabs it without even looking, <laughs> pulls it down. You're like, oh, it's, excuse me, I'm, I'm playing left. And he's like, what? <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you're playing centre back, but you can wear eleven. It's fine. It's fine. I'll just I'll wear number three or something. It's yeah. fine. And they will take all three kicks, <laughs> <laughs> and I will keep taking them until I am the best in the world. He was really good at taking really long range free kicks. Yeah, mate. He? He, he scored a hat trick of free kicks once. He scored a hat trick in in a Serie A game, and they were all free kicks. Yeah, I bet he his collar up for the whole game. Well. <laughs> yeah, he did. Um, he actually holds the record for um, most Serie A free kicks. Um, uh, on uh, 28 free kicks he scored do you know who he, well he shares that record do you know who he shares it with Baggio nope Totti mm, Andrea Pirlo oh Pirlo of course yeah Fucking cool which is like you know if you're going to share it with someone you know it has to be him I love yeah. I love Pirlo um, but yeah so um, just one of the nastiest men in football um, would, has has neo-Nazi ties oh um, really yeah I mean that's why the, the, the Lazio Ultra is like really warm to him because you know he would uh, yeah just basically not denounce like racism yeah like a, bit, a bit like a sort of Trump you know what I mean I'm, I'm not going to like announce that I'm I'm pro pre, you know neo-Nazis but I'm not going to condone it either yeah, I'm not going to like you know, yeah um, I remember there's there's one photograph of him like wearing like you know the, the Gaza like face mask yeah the you know Phantom I mean? of the Opera mask <laughs> yeah exactly yeah and um, that just added to it. he looked like Hannibal yeah. Lecter do you know what I mean yeah. it's like oh my god <laughs> have you seen who they got I wouldn't go up for a corner no, like, I'd be just, like I'll, I'll stay back for this one don't worry no, we're 2-1 no. down nah can't be sure <laughs> probably should just they might catch it on the counter exactly yeah, yeah. Exactly, we're already losing yeah. Yeah, yeah, but goal difference. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, just, just, just hard, hard, just so hard. Uh, <laughs> so it's like you're getting hard. I right? am. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if that's what he wants, you know. <laughs> um, there's actually a clip. He's he's the, he's managed quite a few Serie A teams um, in the in the last few years. I think he's managed AC Milan and a few others. Um, but he's currently manager of Torino. And oh, right. there's a clip uh, earlier this year, I think it was like pre-season, um, him taking, he just gets some balls outside the area, starts taking free kicks and just hits like three of them perfectly, like three in a row, just perfectly in the top corner. I think the keeper might have got them, but it's like, you know, when once he's got the second in, it's like, well, I don't want to like get a golf club to the face <laughs> for saving this. So I'm just going to sort of like, you know, sort of feign a sort of like a dive, but like, you know, really let it in. But it, but they were all like top corner. Um, <clears throat> and then 
13 red cards in his career, which I'm, you know... 13? Not, 13. I'm not surprised by that at all. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he probably would have got one more, but the ref was just like... <laughs> Uh, okay, I'll give you yellow for that one. Have <laughs> <laughs> uh, I already sent you off this season? <laughs> Ooh, if I start, yeah. yeah. Yes. Who do you reckon would win in like, so he's like, he's a manager. So like he, I mean, other other hard managers that I can think of is like maybe like Simeone. But I mean, but then also the way Simeone went down for that, for that Beckham yeah. kick, I've always thought maybe he's a bit of a soft. What about Husey, Sparky? Yeah, do you reckon? Or Sean Dyche. Dyche. Do, do, do you reckon he could have them all though, Sinisa? Uh... I mean, I can't see Sean Dyche getting a gun out and shooting someone in the forehead. No. <laughs> Which I definitely see Mihailovic doing. Yeah, I think like Mihailovic wouldn't play by any of the rules that have been set out as part of the uh, as part of the tussle. Yeah, I think like I think Sean Dyche would be like sort of taking his tie off and sort of like <laughs> yeah. you know maybe, maybe like sort he's of just hanging it. up his uh, his blazer <laughs> and as he's doing that, like as he's turned his back, fucking like Sinisa just. Just gets a goal, like a knuckle duster and just smacks him around the back of the head. And just, <laughs> That's what you get. <laughs> Where is my victory plate of meat? Sean Dash is like, oh, you got blood on my Burnley club tie. <laughs> he always wears that club tie, Burnley. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a clubman. He's, he's a, you he know, is. he's proud of his life. Who do you think club? has the best club tie? Um, I mean, I remember, well, I, I, I just remember the Fergie one, which was like, it still looked like a school tie. It was a black <laughs> yeah. tie with a, like, a, a, like a thick red stripe, a thin white stripe, but you know, mainly black as well. Yeah. Like, like a comprehensive tie, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, does anyone ever had like a club cravat? <laughs> I think that's what I'd introduce. <laughs> like a sort of, um, I'd like to think of, um, I'd sort of maybe put on. <laughs> Neckerchief. Yeah. I'd try and get some sort of Ray Winston kind of build, you know what yeah. I mean? So I'm, I'm, you know. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm fat, but um, but I'm also a bit like stocky and hard. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because sort of like hide a multitude of sins with yeah. the, the, sort of the double chin. Yeah, the cravat and just yeah. I think maybe I'd introduce that. Maybe like a nice polka dot <laughs> cravat. Um, okay, uh, I've got another one for you. Yeah. Fabrizio Ravanelli. Oh, I love it when you do your Italian accents. Uh, so I don't. Can't really speak in Italian. Um, Twenty-two caps for for the country. Um, really, is that it? The yeah, yeah. I thought that as well, actually. But I mean, I he think... he he was in an he was big in an era of Italian football when there was just so many great strikers. They had Baggio, Viali, yeah, um, Zola, yeah, and like he just didn't. Yeah, so, like I don't think Viali got many like many caps for Italy either. And they, I think, Ravanelli and Viali were both kind of like characterizers, like workmanlike characters. That were just not um, particularly skillful, yeah. But um, you know, kind of tried really hard for the team. And like Ravenelli, Ravenelli's like goals to game ratio is pretty good. Like in his yeah. first season at Middlesbrough, scored thirty goals in a team that went down. Really? Yeah, he scored a hat trick on his first game. <laughs> That's brilliant. Yeah, he also scored. So he played um, our for two years at Derby. Yeah, like scored. I mean, eight. how the hell did that happen? You I must mean, have been chuffed with that. Yeah, delighted, absolutely delighted. I mean, like imagine like three years before you got like. You got Dean Sturridge, uh, and that's as, that is as glorious as it gets. And then, and then, like, and then maybe one chop turns Gabby up, Dini. and you're like, "Whoa, wow, that's a funny name." Yeah, he, he must be good. Bit yeah. of razzmatazz. Yeah, it became Fabrizio we were, Ravanelli. Yeah, massively. It was kind of we had Stefano Iranio, who yeah. was also a, an Italian uh, international midfielder, on a free transfer from uh, AC Milan. Yeah, uh, what? And, I know, I know, insane. Who's doing this business? Lionel Pickering is doing this business, that's who. <laughs> was Jim uh, Smith the manager? Jim Smith has got uh, the Bold Eagle was manager for a time, and then I think it was um, John Gregory who uh, brought in. Because uh, I can, I can see Gregory. He's kind of suave, isn't he? Yeah. I mean, he, eventually you find out he's a fraud and he's he's a bit of a <laughs> shit manager. But when you walk in the room and you're like, okay, let's meet my potential employer, and you see John Gregory, you're like. Hmm, okay, it's quite impressive, isn't yeah, it? Like uh, liberal person. use of the old wet look gel. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe I can get aboard with this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So Rava uh, was, uh, you know, a kind of uh, um, a cult hero wherever he went. He even went to Dundee on a fr- on, like. So after David released him, who he by the way continues agent. Who, well, hold on two seconds. Sack his agent. He was still being paid by Derby for the next five years. <laughs> really? Yeah, because we had him on such massive wages. But he uh, went to Dundee on a free transfer after Derby. Yeah. Played one game, scored a hat-trick as well. Fucking hell, the I white mean, feather. The white feather, just like hat-trick hero. Wherever, yeah, he, wherever he goes, he scores a hat-trick. And also, he never wanted to leave. He always was, like, because they always 
put him on huge contracts. Yeah. So he kind of never really forced the move. He just kind of kept on having these massive payouts. But what I find wow. interesting in like I'm more recently actually, is that he he um, it kind of came out of nowhere and started taking interviews on Sky Sports News and various other uh, media outlets. Mm. Um, basically, kind of trying to um, show people that he could speak English now. Um, <laughs> right. So How long did he, this take? Was it like five years or something? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But he was trying to, um, you know, kind of put him put himself in the shop window for a management job. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Because um, he got sacked by um, a French second division team. Um, I would love Fabrizio Ravanelli to, to manage Derby, even even if he was technically rubbish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just kind of love the idea of having Ravanelli, such a flamboyant, you know, kind of. Uh, I've been to Italy. I went there last year. It's a lovely country. It's beautiful. Yeah. Why did these footballers come here and <laughs> settle here? I can understand them coming here like, you know, it's the twilight of their career. They're like, fuck it. They're paying some big wages. Let's do it. Let's go there. But so many of them have stayed and it's like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, like, Gianfranco Zola opened up a, a gelato shop in Bromley. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. I mean, why would why would you do that, Gianfranco? <laughs> why, why, why in Bromley? Why? Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, so I, I kind of think... I totally hear you because he does. He's another one of these kind of very leathery-looking men who look yeah. like they were born, you know, in the shadow of a yacht. Yeah, like yeah, we were yeah, saying yeah. last week. But yeah, like, I think Fabrizio's yacht would be definitely owned by the mafia. <laughs> yeah, he's got that slightly dodgy look. About him. Yeah, white, the White Feather is like uh, is a mafia-sounding name, isn't yeah. it? It's like who killed him? Oh, it's the White Feather. The white, oh, feather. white Feather strikes again. Uh, I've just got another two more for you, uh, Dennis yeah. Wise. Oh yeah, why is um, Wisey, scrappy midfielder, high work rate. Yeah, wins fifty fifties. You know that type of um, somehow managed to you know kind of get dibs on corner kicks for some reason. Probably yeah, because he's like five foot five. But then also he wouldn't like whip them in. He would do one of those sort of drifters. You know, D- what I mean? dinks into the near post. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he's clearly not a uh, number eleven in my book. Looks also looks way too much like Jimmy Cranky. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, and then the only other one I've got modern day um, references Charlie Daniels, so he's the left back for Bournemouth. Yeah, um, also similar kind of um, mould to Kolarov, I guess. Could occasionally play centre back, but yeah. played left back, and you know, kind of somehow managed to bag the number eleven shirt when he's like for most of his career. I played, think it's just because um, he's just if you can score, if you score goals sometimes, and you're left yeah. footed. The, the, some for some reason you get a pass. You get away with like, it. No, no, no. He no, no. he he um played his youth team was Ridgeway Rovers. Oh yeah, which is the same youth team as Harry Kane, Dwight Dwight Gale, Andros Townsend, and David Beckham. Oh really? Yeah. So I mean, there's something in the water there, isn't there? So, <laughs> yeah, there is. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, so they, they, that's that's who I've got. They, those are my contenders, I think, for all time wrong eleven. <laughs> yeah. Well, there were some good ones there. There were some good ones, some bad ones, Thank some you, ugly Ryan. ones. There was definitely some ugly ones. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, let's have one more little break. Then we come back. We'll do uh, playing for time. Then we'll decide who's going to be getting that number eleven shirt. See you in a sec. Hi. You're through to the football by numbers listener feedback line. Your call is important to us, and our Spine and Tim will do their best to return your call due to high call volumes and their lack of application. This may not always be possible, so do please leave a message after the bleep. Thank you. Hello, this is Dan Walker. You think you can say what you said about me without any consequences? You better fucking think again. You better hope I... Shut up, you little shit. God, I'm talking. You better hope that I... Turn that television off. Go to your room. You better hope I don't find you, because if I do, I'm going to tear you limb from limb. I know fucking jujitsu. I mean, you didn't know that, did you, you little pair of shits? I have a career, I have a reputation, and you dragged it through the dirt. And if you think, oh, hi, darling. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, no, I oh, know this is an old colleague. How was your day? To listen to this message again, press 1. To save it, press 2. Or to delete the message, press 3. To receive a free text, message deleted. End of messages. Okay, we're back. Um, let's just do our um, feature of Playing for Time, and here's the, the jingle. Playing for Time. You're time-wasting, bastard! Lovely stuff. So, Tim, uh, you've got one uh, this week, haven't you? Yeah. What you got? So I feel like we need to talk about the elephant in the room. Oh, yeah. Um, that elephant in the room is probably wearing a naff-naff 
sweater. <laughs> spliffy um, jeans. Spliffy jeans and Reebok pumps. Yeah. Um, because they're obsessed with the 90s. It's another football podcast, which is also obsessed with the 90s score. Quickly, Kevin, will he score? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and the reason why we feel like we need to bring this subject up in the Is podcast, Kevin ginger? <laughs> Let's start with that. Is... Kevin, do you mean yeah. the elephant? Yeah, 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 yeah. Is it a Kevin the elephant? elephant. Do you yeah. call him Kevin the elephant? <laughs> yeah, Kevin the elephant. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we need, we need to bring Kevin the elephant into the room. Ging- yeah. Ginger boy. Yeah, go on, carry on. And we need to talk about the fact that there's another podcast that you may or may not have heard of. If you haven't heard of it, um, sod it. Go and listen to it. It's fucking brilliant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's called Quickly Kevin Willie Score, and it's hosted by Josh Widdicombe. And there's one of his mates. And every week they um, go and interview somebody from the 90s uh, who kind of was in and around the football, you know, either a player or manager or pundit, whatever. Yeah. And um, they go and interview them and they just talk about, you know, 90s football. And they both like Alan Partridge and they both play lots of championship manager. <laughs> and they're both very much kindred spirits. But we're just really annoyed that we weren't aware of this podcast before we embarked on our own 90s themed Football podcast. Yeah, exactly. We had this idea in the pub. We thought about it. We're like, right, let's do it. Let's get started. We recorded it with our phones. Realised that um, phone technology is not good. (laughs) It sounded tinny and rubbish. Um, Then uh, had a huge delay and we took a long time. And just basically just being uh, very lazy and stuff as well. So... From the from the inception of the idea to the um, to the delivery to the delivery was about four or five months, wasn't it? <laughs> so what so what we're saying is we didn't nick the idea. No, no, we really didn't. And also we did that thing of like uh, which I, th- I think you you mentioned this off mic um, where you uh, you kind of suspect that maybe that this idea has been done before, and not necessarily just with a nineties football podcast, but like people doing the wrong numbers and like you know just maybe someone's written articles about this but didn't want to research it too much because we kind of like the idea and thought if we find out that someone's done this then we'll just stop we'll have to not do it and uh, and i kind of like thought uh, i want to do it (laughs) and that's the thing with the internet as well because as soon as you kind of like start researching whatever the thing is you invariably find probably some loose kind of you know connections to the idea that you initially had yeah which then kind of often just puts you off from having the fucking idea or executing it or doing it in the first place. Yeah. So, sorry, not sorry for doing a podcast <laughs> that already fucking exists. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it doesn't really exist because we've got a different take on it and, you know, um, we're better. Yeah, although... Well, we're not better. You know, we're certainly not professionals. No, we're not professionals. We are available yeah. for other podcasting gigs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's just say that. We haven't... Uh, we've both got day jobs that we enjoy and this isn't like... We haven't been going at this for like 10 years thinking no. like, you know, we're having 10 years of practice. You we are tell. amateurs. You yeah. But yeah, um, so we just wanted to get that off our chest. Yeah. Um, we love uh, Quickly Kevin. We think it's a brilliant podcast. Um, we think it's really funny. We think it's really insightful. Um, and um, yeah, go and listen to it. It's really good. Yeah, totally agree. Okay, well, uh, let's have uh, one last little jingle and then uh, and then we'll uh, announce our winner of the number 11 shirt. See you soon. Hello, this is the new Conservative MP for the Tyneware constituency, Peter Beardsley, and I implore you to listen to the Football by Numbers podcast every week until they stop making them, which I expect will be quite soon because they're lazy bastards. Take it away, Mark. Right, we're back. Yep. So uh, we're at the end of the show now. Uh, let's uh, <laughs> let's uh, announce our winner. I mean, let's well, let's just sort of make our decision. Who do you think? So, so for so okay. So always have to kind of think about what we're looking for. Yeah. Uh, somebody is, who is the antithesis of kind of a left footer, flamboyant, skinny, yeah. quick, whip it like, <laughs> yeah. um, qu- quite good looking, perhaps nice yeah. hair. Yeah. Gigsy. Yeah. Um, who's the opposite of Giggsy? Um, I would suggest the opposite of Giggsy is going to have to be somebody like Alexander Kolarov. <laughs> really? Yeah. You want to have him as uh, as as your left midfielder? Yeah. He's left-footed though, isn't he? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he plays on the left already. Yeah. 
But he's left back, centre back. Right, come on, who've you got? Come on, well, come on, I, hit me, hit me. Well, I think I think my, my well, my two contenders, I think, are Sinisa Mihailovic or Zambrotta. Zambrotta's a right back. Oh yeah, that's a good one. I mean, he is good looking, and he is. Uh, I mean, I, I think we've have I mentioned that. <laughs> um, so I don't know. He can get away with some certain things. I mean, uh, to be honest with you, I, I know we're playing with fire here, but I think it might be Sinisa Mihailovic because he's. All right, he is left-footed, but he plays centre-back and he's hard. Yeah. And, you know... Okay, let's go with um, let's go with uh, Mihalovic, just because I think he would uh, engender, like, a cult status. What were some of yours that you had? Uh, Kolarov, Charlie Daniels, Dennis Wise, Ravinelli, Chris Armstrong. Yeah. Chris Armstrong maybe was right-footed as well. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd have Chris Armstrong as a contender, but let's go with uh, let's go with Mihailovic because I um, I chose him, <laughs> <laughs> and that seems to be a nice theme. Well, so there we go. So we are um, we are so close. We are yeah. right near the end. Really you sound exhausted. Distance. I am exhausted. Are you? <laughs> I'm I'm knackered. Yeah, I'm I mean, knackered. It's I, been a long day at work, and now you know this has felt like a real chore. Yeah, I mean, I mean, this whole thing has felt like a chore. Uh, but we're nearly there we're nearly we there and we got through this week yeah and next week we're doing your number which is number 8 yeah number 8 so finish that's on a high. so we should be finishing on a high yeah um, and we hope it will be a high for hopefully you as well. we will be able to dear, mention dear Chris Waddle a lot friends. yeah we because will do. I love Chris Waddle and I think we should finish and maybe we get I mean I would love to get Chris Waddle on the show if we could well, let's try let's try and get some lined sort of up special. should we just spend is he on next Twitter week? or LinkedIn I doubt it although I know uh, my, men, my mate Alex and, uh, and Mickey they went to school with, um, with his daughter Brooke Waddle Brooke Waddle yeah, right, yeah. okay Okay, well, yeah, let's maybe tap Brooke Waddle up, but not in a not in a kind of Harvey Weinstein no. way. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, mean, okay, great. Yeah. So, so, so uh, you may or may not hear from Brooke Waddle or Chris Waddle. You'll probably just hear from us rambling on <laughs> and sounding exhausted. But uh, that will be that. Then that'll be it. So, um, so see you next week. Number eight. Can't wait. Thing. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. See you in a bit. <laughs> Bye. See you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.